Hello, beautiful. And what I want to know is what is really good in your life today? I'm Kia, and this is another episode of the Female Veterans Podcast. Today, I have with me an incredibly beautiful person. Her name is Jessica, and she's a female veteran, of course. She's also an ambassador for Pinups for Vets, which you know that I love. You guys remember Gina? She was on here. And um, she is an ambassador for American Trigger Pullers. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. And so she's going to tell you all about that stuff later on. But first, we're going to find out more about her and welcome her to the show. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much from snowy Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I lived in Chicago for a long time. I love it there, but it is cold. I don't miss the winter. I don't. It, it was a cold snap. It was like 50s one day and then literally now everybody's bundled up for the rest of the like six months. Wow. So, like a mummy. Like it does. Oh my gosh. I am so honored that you agreed to come and be a guest on the show. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm very excited. You do a lot of great things for female veterans and I appreciate that. And it's really an honor to sit down and talk to you. Thank you so much. Um, so tell me, why did you join the military? Okay. So basically when, if you would have told me at 18 years old that I was going to join the military, I would have told you no way, no how. Da, 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 da. I didn't wear the same thing for an entire year. Like no joke. I could not wear the same outfit in a row. I, it was ridiculous. But um, anyway, so I had a plan to go to college, went to college in Oklahoma for um, two years. And that's where the reason why when the military came in. So I have a, had a brother who passed away about seven years ago. Um, his name was James. And he was, I'm not going to say this lightly, he was as close to a saint as anyone could ever imagine. He was funny. He was smart. He gave me great advice. Um, but he was, he was in a nursing home and my mom said, Hey, you know, your brother's not doing very well at the end of my sophomore year. Maybe you should come home and go to college here, you know, so you're here for the rest of the time he's alive. He was, we always knew that he was going to die young. He had Friedrich's ataxia. Um, he was in a wheelchair from the time he was eight. Um, and went back, went back from college, back to Cincinnati. And one day when I was in his nursing home, he looked at me very blunt, very bluntly. It's like, Jess, you're not leading the life that you should be. Um, I have a question for you. And I'm like, okay, what do you want, James? This is my old, this is my older brother. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, okay, what is it? You know, figuring he's gonna, you know, yell at me or something. He's like, well, you know, I've always wanted to join the military. Obviously, I can't. Will you join for me? I think it would be a great thing for you. Oh, my God. And literally within, um, went to recruiter, was shipped off to basic training at Fort Jackson and the Army. Um, within six weeks, I didn't really, my recruiter didn't tell me anything. You know, everybody gets lied to, blah, 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 blah. Um, but... Yeah, I joined the military because of my brother. He is now passed. Um, and I can honestly say it is one of the proudest things I've ever done in my life because not only was I able to serve my country um, with amazing people, 
um, but also honor him in that in that sense. And um, it actually ended up being that <laughs> during my de- I was deployed from 2011 2012. Um, before I left for deployment, I made a pact with my brother. I said, "Hey, I was like, you know, I'm going to make it through this deployment. If if you're going to make it through this deployment, like you're not going to die." I'm like, well, came back from deployment. Obviously, I made it back. Three months later, he he died. So we stuck to that pact, but it is something that I'm forever grateful because my brother would have not asked me to join for him. I wouldn't be where I'm at now. And yeah, try not to cry. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I have to tell you, I'm so sorry for your loss, but he does sound like the most amazing person. Oh, and he was so sarcastic too. It was great. <laughs> it was great. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you could honor his memory and mm-hmm. that, you know, we can share your story and talk about him here on the podcast. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. You know, I definitely understand where you're coming from. My mother, it was her dream to go into the service and she didn't make it in. And um, I went in for her. So you and I have that in common. Yes, we do. We have a lot in common. We do. So um, I guess my next question for you is what was boot camp like for you? Okay. So here's a little backstory about me. So growing up, I was in cheerleading, dance, tap, jazz, ballet. Theater. I was a show choir kid. Um, I was a nerd, basically, but I loved to sing. I loved to dance and play piano and stuff. So that's what I was in. So basic training for me was rough. Um, I'd never worn boots like that before. I actually ended up getting um, stress fractures up and down my legs. Um, I also have a binary hip dysplasia now, um, which is not been fun because I've actually been acting up recently. Um, so that's kind of disheartening for me because I will really probably never, ever be able to dance the way that I used to. I actually should be pretty good, I guess. Um, but it was really rough. I mean, I lost several toenails. I had always had blisters on the back of my feet because my feet just weren't ready for that. They just weren't. Right. Um, I had never held a gun before basic training. And I will tell you this honestly, I'm not the greatest shot. I would much rather go to a range and do explosives um, just because the unit I was in, I was in the EOD unit, explosive ordnance disposal. Um, but, you know, over time, I've, you know, it's something that's actually become very therapeutic for me. So if I have a lot of frustration, that's, that's a fun thing for me. So, um, but the only way I made it through basic training was from my battle buddies. Like, honestly, I mean, I can't even tell you how much they stuck in there because I mean, there are times where my laser would not work and we're on a, you know, like a 12 mile ruck or whatever the, you do at the very end. I mean, I think I was going to make it and yeah. it wasn't just, you know, me giving up. I, I refused to give up, but my body just stopped working. <laughs> so, um, I'm very grateful to my battle buddies. Um, and yeah, and I'm still friends with a lot of them. So yeah, it's, one of those things that I'm, unfortunately I'm stuck with this injury, these injuries for the rest of my life, but it's kind of a good reminder of like how hard, how hard it was for me. It was not easy. And like I said, I mean, I didn't give up. I didn't quit or anything like that, but I just, it's my body just gave out on me because it wasn't used. To, it wasn't used to that type of impact. Right. So. Yeah. Wow. So that was fun. 
So boot camp was really hard on your body. Yes, it was. Yeah. But you made amazing friends, lifelong friends. Yep. And I think everything should, everything negative should be turned into a positive and everything negative that we may see in our lives can be turned into a lesson. So I think a lot of my grit that I have now too is from that. Like, I'm not going to give up. Like, I'm not going to disappoint. And a lot of it was, I'm not going to disappoint my brother. Like, he sent me and expected me to graduate. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to let him down. I wasn't going to let his name, you know, go to, you know, go down in the dirt, basically. Mm-hmm. It's really powerful and, a, and an excellent message to yes. to transmute, you know, pain and negativity into positivity. Life is short. Mm-hmm. Life is short. You just have to. Yeah, I think I got I got a lot of that from my mom. My mom is very positive about things, and um, my dad was always a very hard worker and stuff. So, um, my mom just told me. My mom would write me notes in basic training and be like, "We're praying for you." I came from came from a, a very conservative Nazarene family. My parents were actually missionaries. I was born in Venezuela, so. Um, yeah, getting my security clearance from the United States government was real fun, let me tell you. <laughs> Better was hard. Yeah. So um yeah, I'm just I'm very grateful to my parents the fact that they put that in me and they're like, You're not gonna quit. Um because I mean I literally I literally had the worst time. My my drill sergeants would always be like, Bully, what are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> so Yeah. yeah. Boot camp, it can be rough. Oh, it can. So after boot camp and you went on active, Mm -hmm. what was your experience like there? Oh my gosh. I cannot even tell you. The guys in my unit are so annoyed with me probably by now because I've literally talked about my unit a million times. So I was stationed at Fort Drum, New York with 760th EOD. Um, was 63rd um, Ordnance Battalion. And so I got to, I got to for drama by myself. Um, literally, I'm in Clark Hall, which is like the check-in or whatever. Some guy, some, some guy picks me up and goes, you're the new one. I'm like, yep. It's like, well, this will be fun. There's only one other female in our unit. But yeah, it was me and our admin <laughs> And she and she was just, I mean, she ran those guys like you would not believe. It was great. Oh my um, goodness. No, she really did. She told them where to be, you know, whatever. It was so funny. Um, but I literally cannot even tell you how grateful I am the fact that I got put with my unit because those guys became my brother when when my brother died and also carried me through a lot of you know growing pains as you're growing up and I was 23 when I joined the military so you know you're 23 still trying to figure things out um they're still my best friends this day we went to you know we we trained for almost two years and then went to Afghanistan um from 2011 2012 um we were in the hottest district in in the war um, General Petraeus actually worked with us quite a bit. So that was really cool. Um, wow. I have a picture with, uh, yeah, I have a picture with him. I got to shoot his XM25. Oh my goodness. Which was really cool. Yeah. It was brand new to this, to the country. So that was really cool. Um, 
just being, and I didn't realize it when I was, when I was there, like who I was actually around, but, um, Jennifer Trace is awesome, by the way. I love that man because he really cares. He really cared about his soldiers and cared about, you know, the overall well-being of them. Um, very knowledgeable. Um, but I mean, back to my unit, I mean, we had a lot of casualties. We had a ton of casualties. Um, in particular, I will talk about how pinups for vets kind of is why it's so important to me. So I had an NCO and he's going to kill me for talking about him on, on this, but it's fine. <laughs> um, he, his name is uh, Kyle Vickers. He was a staff sergeant and he was my first NCO. So he didn't really. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? Okay. I think it, hold on. So I had um, a staff sergeant named Kyle Vickers and he, I was his first, like he didn't really know what to do with me. <laughs> and it was so funny because he kept getting tasked out um, and going on, you know, on trips and things like that. And so I was like, well, see you in two weeks. Good luck. <laughs> Whatever. Figure it out. Um, but um, anyway, so the reason why I'm, I, like pin up so much is because my first, I think my first two weeks of me being in the unit, he gave me a, a, a magnet, which I still have to this day of a pinup, like Aww. an ace card of a pinup because he was really into pinups. And, um, it was something I always carried with me because he was such a integral part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up being one of my very best friends, but, um, so he had, a, like I said, he had a huge thing for pinups, whatever. This is in 2000, 2009, whatever, when I first got the unit. So we deployed. Um, Kyle got, he, when he was, when he went on R&R from Afghanistan, he got a uh, tattoo of a pinup, um, a pinup chick riding a bomb on his leg. Came back from Afghanistan, or came back from the States, back to Afghanistan, went out on a mission. Two weeks later, he has, he lost his leg in an explosion. Oh, my um, God. With, with, with the tattoo. Oh, my God. And the ongoing joke is that his leg and his tattoo are still in Afghanistan. Yes. Wow. Him. Yeah. Um, but anyway. jokes about it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. Like, and I, when I went to go see him in, in CAF in Kandahar Airfield, um, which they didn't even tell me who, who it was that had gotten injured because they knew I would get really upset. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, what are you, he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was just so happened that the lab that we worked with at the time for our, um, that we took a lot of our stuff to after, after missions and things like that, their theme was pinups. Mm-hmm. So they had limited edition pinup sweatshirts and he didn't have any clothes and was getting ready to go to Germany. I called his mom. I was like, Hey, I'm trying to get Kyle some clothes. Um, cause he doesn't have any and he's going to Germany to see you. Um, cause his mom was going to fly there and from California. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I got him the last, the last hoodie that they had last one that they made when he got to Germany, they cut it off. He was so mad, so mad. Um, but ever since then I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to honor him in some way at some point. So pinups for vets came into my life about a a year ago. Obviously people have 
you know, heard the podcast with Gina. She's amazing. Um, we ended up getting connected on Instagram, which Instagram, you'd be shocked the people they meet. Oh my really? gosh. I, I feel oh my gosh. Too. <laughs> well, that's how we met. Yes. Um, but, um, anyway, and I was like, okay, this is a female veteran charity. It's pinups. Like this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, it ended up being that the 20, the reason why I am so passionate about this organization is because I don't think anything happens for no reason. So mm-hmm. the, there's a picture, I think it's November of the 2020 calendar, um, that says San Dimas. That is actually where Kyle Vickers is from my friend that lost his leg in Afghanistan. That was shot there. And um, my the picture that I took was actually shot in Glendora. We had a tech, an EOD tech that lost his life three weeks after we came back to the States. Um, mm-hmm. that was actually from Glendora. Oh so all you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. just there's no whatever. And I'm in yeah, and I'm in I messaged his wife, it was like, Hey, I was like, This is really weird. I don't you know, whatever. Um, but everything just happens for a reason. And like the fact that I'm involved with pinups for vets and such an honor is just so huge. But I actually ended up doing a, a photo shoot for Vickers to raise money for the EOD warrior foundation, um, of me on a bomb, writing a bomb. Oh um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's going to be, um, I'm going to raise money for the EOD warrior foundation from that. Um, it's in pinup. It's what it took, three weeks to create. It was insane. My photographer was insane, but I I'm like, Vickers became my brother. Like he literally stepped in as my brother and he's literally part of my family. He's slept on my parents' couch in Cincinnati multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm forever grateful to him. Um, my first, my, sorry, I'll stop talking about my unit, but my first sergeant was like my dad, basically. Um, he made sure that I was, you know, okay. And, um, just, I mean, the guys in my unit are amazing and I love all of them and we've all gone our separate ways. But, um, you know, the fact is I, whenever I see them where somebody's getting married or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, we're just back to how it used to be. That's and beautiful. yeah. And man, I had such a great experience with them. The Fort drum is not, is not fun unless you like to ski or mm-hmm. you'd like to drink wine. Because it doesn't snow for three months out of the year, the rest of the year it snows. So wow. pick your pick your poison. But yeah. we always had fun, and I was like their little sister. I'm still like their little sister. Um, but it was just such an honor to be a part of such a great unit. And I mean, we had our you know we had a really rough deployment, really mm-hmm. rough deployment. What were some and, of the things that happened? Um, like I said, we had a guy that we had a guy that. Um, Lost both of, his, both of his legs um, and some other body parts. His name is Aaron Causey and his wife. His wife is the most amazing person person as far as like, as far as an advocate for me um, being a female in the unit. She stuck by me all the time. Like, this is my biggest cheerleader. We're still great friends. Um, you know, uh, we had multiple, I mean, just multiple injuries. Mm-hmm. Um it's just, I don't want to get, I don't want to get into it, but I didn't sleep. That's where I got insomnia from. So I really don't sleep anyway. Um, but you guys saw so much action. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we were actually, so we were actually there three weeks. We were in Afghanistan for three weeks and then Osama bin Laden got killed. 
And of course, you know, everybody thought, oh my gosh, you guys are coming home now. Mm-hmm. No, we still have a mission here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I'm forever grateful for that unit. Um, yeah. And I, I'm sure I owe them a lot of beer now because I talked <laughs> about them on on national radio. Well, I don't know if this is national radio, but it may it get is. heard and they probably will be mad at you. They, they're going to know. Do you know how much beer I owe them in between pinups for vets and like everything else? I mean, it's insane. Because <laughs> pinups for vets was actually on Fox News. So oh, yeah. Just, I mean, I owe them a lot of beer. <laughs> I really do. Said like a true veteran. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, what was it? So, after you came back, what was that like? Um, so then I decided that I was going to, it was like either go to any five ward um, or get out. And at that point, I knew my brother was pretty bad off. And so I was in. I was in New York and um, I wanted to spend as much time with him as I could. So mm-hmm. I decided to move back to Cincinnati. Um, and my um, ex-husband actually, we were still together at that point. He's, the decision was to move back to Cincinnati. Um, I was back in Cincinnati, had started my job. Um, I just got an insurance because it was like, okay, I just need to get a job. You know what I mean? Like I was a claims adjuster, mm-hmm. worst job. Yeah. Um, but um, three weeks later, my brother got dropped on his head in his nursing home and, and was dead two weeks later. Oh, my God. Um, and then my divorce happened, which I'm actually very thankful for. Um, and yeah, so lots of stuff just happened all at once. <laughs> um, I can imagine. How did, you, yeah. how did you cope with that stuff? Um, I was around a lot of my family at that point, so that was good. Um I mean, I was just staying busy, um, staying busy and just kind of, you know, getting involved in veteran, veteran organizations. I got involved with the USO in Cincinnati, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as I ended up, that's when I started kind of my search for like veteran employment. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up, I was, gosh, like a year later, I ended up getting recruited for Sears Hiring Initiative for Veterans. Um, and I moved to Chicago from there. Um, and I've been here for gosh, five years, get ready to leave. (laughs) So I guess I know you're moving soon. So tell me, okay. So what year was it that you got out? I got out in 2017 out of all, like I was in, I was in the reserves for four years after Mm -hmm. my active duty. I moved back to Cincinnati in 2013. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Yes. So, so what was your transition like? Because you had a lot of Awful. things going on with your marriage. And Awful. Your brother. It was terrible. Like, it was, it was, it was so bad because, first of all, when you get out of the military, I'm a firm believer of this. They check the boxes off for you. They're like, "All right, mm-hmm. you showed up. Here's your, here's your paperwork. We're gonna stamp it. Good luck." Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like no wonder so many, especially female veterans, have an issue. Yeah. with getting out of the military because there's no direction right. absolutely no direction absolutely and it's like you are not your females are just different we're different and like yes we're amazing people and we're strong and things like that but we're mm-hmm. just different um and so it was i was pretty lost in the sauce and like my insurance job sucked because it's like they didn't know what to do with me because 
they had never really hired a veteran before. Mm -hmm. Um, And going into that workforce was just like, you know what I mean? Because when you're a veteran, you ask different questions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then dealing with all my family stuff and everything else on top of it, it's just not, it's not fun for me. Um, So, but I take a lot of that, what I learned during that time of transitioning into my life now and why I'm so passionate about helping female veterans in particular mm-hmm. um, not get put in that same situation. Right. So um, you feel like helping veterans has really helped you? Would you oh that? my gosh, you have no idea. Like I, it's an ongoing joke. I literally eat, sleep and breathe veterans. <laughs> I know like I'm <laughs> getting ready. I'm getting ready to launch my own brand. Um, can't really talk about it yet, but it, that you guys can follow me on Instagram. And then when it launches, you'll be, you guys can turn on your post notifications and you guys will be the ones to know about it. But it's, it's a work in progress right now. But, um, I've been a loan officer. I've been a female, I've been a VA loan officer, specifically loan officer. I'm still, I'm still actually licensed. Um, and that was one thing I loved because I got to work with a lot of, um, Vietnam veterans mm-hmm. that know that didn't trust anybody else. Right. Didn't trust anybody else. And they would always look at me like, well, you're a girl. I'm like, yeah, here's some pictures from my deployment. <laughs> right. um, but just being able to sit down and talk to them and like really getting to know them, you know, because people don't understand your, your mortgage is, is a huge, is a huge thing. It's not just silent out here. Okay. Here's your mortgage. Like, there you go. It's a huge life altering situation and you have to build mm-hmm. trust with you. You have to build trust with your borrowers. You also have to, build education with them so they know so they know what they're doing and I'm kind of an anal um like I'm just I'm just an anal person when it comes to paperwork because I don't ever want to sign anything that the government sees that could be wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> you I know feel that. I yeah it's just <laughs> like people would make fun of me in my office what's taking so long that loan application well I'm not signing anything that that you know, isn't right. And I'm going to read every single line. Is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, and plus like, plus I think that makes you better as a, you know, better as not just a loan officer, but a salesperson too. So the people that you're, you know, they're using your services are, um, you know, they understand that you understand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that and goes brother. with a lot of things. Yeah, absolutely. That's something people can take all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I guess my next question for you is how did you overcome the obstacles uh, that you faced getting out of the military? Was it purely helping other veterans? Cause I know that's what helped me. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And just kind of finding like being sick. I think also think like throwing myself into work 100% and just knowing that I'm helping people. Like I said, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. It didn't matter with the money and stuff like that. I never did any job they've ever had for the money in particular, right. but it's just being an, being a person that, you know, my, my borrowers always knew what was going on with their loans. Like I, they would call me at three o'clock in the morning and I, because I don't sleep, I would pick up mm-hmm. because you know, they also are working weird work schedules and stuff like that. And it's like, well, I want to be accommodating because uh, the reason why I became a loan officer also is because I had a really bad experience coming out of the military and trying to use my own VA loan. Mm-hmm. 
because I had a realtor that had no clue as to what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. Ran me through 10 different houses that wouldn't even fit the VA guidelines. You know, it's just like, so I wasted a crap ton of money and time. You know, I'm like, I don't want anybody else to have to, you know, deal with that type of stuff. So you learn from, learn from your experiences and make that into your life as something, you know, better that you can help other people. I love that. So tell me, okay, what, you've got so much stuff going on right now. I know, I know, that's what everybody says. My dad always says, he's like, I need, I need like a bit, I actually have here at home, I actually have a um, huge, a huge um, uh, whiteboard that I'm always jotting down ideas and things like that. Just, <laughs> yeah, it is my war room and it looks ridiculous. It's just got, I mean, nobody would ever be able to figure out what was on it, which is good. Cause I have a lot of secret projects going on. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm always thinking my brain, the ongoing jokes, my brain works twice as fast as what, you know, mm-hmm. like what I'm able to write. So I don't write it down. Then I forget it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, deployment. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I just, I have a lot of, I have a lot of stuff going on. It's kind of hard to explain to people everything that I've got going on because I'm going in 50 different directions at all times. I really need a clone of myself, I think. (laughs) Not really. God help the world if that happens. (laughs) So can you tell us some of the things that you have going on? Yes. Obviously, pinups for vets, um, I'm a huge supporter of. If you guys do not have... Um, a calendar. I actually purchased quite a few calendars myself and I've been um, signing them and sending them to people personalized. Um, contact me. You can DM me. I'd love to send you a calendar. Um, it's, it's literally minimal fee. Um, I just charge you the $15, which is what it, what the calendar is itself. And then the, the postage, that's it. Um, and all that money is already paid towards Pinups for Vets charity. So, um, yeah, so this upcoming year should be pretty busy with that. Um, <laughs> I'm Again, also December 2020. I am December 2020, and that's such a big deal because <laughs> my birthday's in December and no one remembers it. Aww. So, on my count, like, no joke, on my calendars, I actually write my birthday. I'm like, somebody's going to remember this birthday. When is your birthday? The 11th of December. Aw, how so, does everyone forget that? Because everybody's too busy going to their office parties and getting snowed in at random places. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just awful. Um, So I was very excited about that. Gina actually surprised me with that. And I cried. She's so sweet. I cried for like an hour. Like, I'm not joking. (laughs) She, but Pinot Servets is so much more to me because it really brought me out of a really dark time in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. Went through some really bad experiences as far as um, a relationship that I was in. Um, I won't get into really big details, but basically I would not ever want anyone to experience what I felt. Um, And female veterans are prime candidates for this type of relationship as far as, um, you know, um, just, you know, not being held, not being held at like the value that we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if anybody's struggling with that type of thing, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I was pretty much alone by myself for an entire year, um, at my house. <laughs> um, I had no one. I wasn't really allowed to talk to people. 
especially about this and how I was feeling and things like that. Um, I mm-hmm. kind of had to bring myself, I had to use my inner, my inner brother and pull myself out of, out of the hole that I was in. Um, it was not easy for me. Um, I was, like I said, I was by myself. I spent a lot of holidays alone. Um, and you know, spent a lot of time basically feeling bad. Um, I'm, but I'm very thankful that I'm on this other side of it. So like I said, if anybody's struggling with that type of, you know, any type of relationship, you know, issues that, you know, you feel like, I don't know, you guys can just reach out to me. I'm, I'll talk to very much anybody. <laughs> um, Would you say that you felt like it was maybe some type of narcissism or some type absolutely. of like an abuse yes. situation? Yep. Con- or maybe yep. just controlling. Like, controlling you- narcissism. Yes. All of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things that it was awful. I was a very successful loan officer going in um, and was made to quit my job. Um you know, was told all these things, promised all these things. Um, I mean, I'm very grateful for the experiences that I did get to have. I got to go to a lot, a lot of great vacations and things like that, but still none of that would ever replace actually being present with somebody and being, being their partner in crime and being somebody to talk to at all times. And I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect at all because I'm not, I made a lot of mistakes. Um, but if anybody's feeling like they're in that in that space, please feel free to reach out to me because you are not alone. You really are not alone, and trust me, I I cried. I can't even tell you how many time, how many days I cried in a row, like mm-hmm. just because I didn't know how to get out of it. And Honey. um, yeah. But the good news is, I'm on the up and up, and Pimps right. for Vets really helped me with that. So I'm forever grateful to Gina for that. Um, Such a beautiful soul. She's amazing. Um, but I just, you know, it's one of those things that you live and you learn. And so mm-hmm. my 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 time here is to help other women and you know to empower other women. And we're 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 just different, and we need different things. And I actually worked for a veteran homeless shelter for a long time, and mm-hmm. I, I mean. <laughs> Trying to explain to a civilian why a veteran needs something different mm-hmm. is is hard. It's yeah. really hard. It's really mm-hmm. difficult, and a lot of times they don't understand, and it's it makes you more frustrated than anything. And yeah, so I am. Yeah, I just you know I'm I'm here for you guys. Please feel free to reach out, and don't feel like you're alone. And and I hope that you know you guys have a little bit different situation where you're at, that you're not completely alone. I mean, it was awful. I spent Christmas and New Year's or Christmas and Christmas Eve by myself last year. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Completely alone. That. Yeah. But here's what I think. It made me stronger. and It made me realize the things that I value. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm moving on with my life. And, yeah, I'm just, you know, I just want people to know, just please don't give up. Please yes. don't give up. You have people who love you, even people that don't even know you, mm-hmm. that, you know, need, you don't know who you're going to meet until you meet them. And what if you weren't there to meet that person that you're supposed to meet? Right. You just never know. And so. if you're feeling really bad and you take a time to reach out to someone, 
you can always go back to feeling bad the next day. Absolutely. But try, yeah. but try yeah. to reach out. Try that conversation because it could change your life, you know? And part of that, part of another thing, a project that I just got added on to, which really hasn't been publicized as much is called, um, it's a veteran, it's a veteran suicide prevention program mm-hmm. that my dear friend Conrad us just spent four years producing. I mean, this program is just insane, but it's basically preventing people from, it's an eight, it's an eight layer form. So a lot, a lot of what happens, people in the military, and they make a mistake, they get kicked out. This looks at why the person made a mistake first before mm-hmm. they get before they get discharged. What is going on in the back room? What can we do to help them? Um, you know, it's not saying that they won't get kicked out, but it's just saying, what can we do to, to, you know, help them, you know, whether readapt to society or whatever. Um, but it's, it's going to be such a huge thing and I can't wait to talk more about it with him. I'm going to, I'm actually going to be doing a podcast with him in the next few weeks. I'm just kind of really talking about it. I'm the, I'm the first female, um, to get added to that too. That's so, incredible. I like to be the pioneer of things. I think it's fun, and especially <laughs> since I, there's really nothing I won't talk about, which is mm-hmm. good. Um, but I'm also very blunt, kind of sometimes a little too blunt. I don't do those fluffy emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I really don't. Like, I had a boss one time that was like, here's my email, very to the point, add the fluff. Because <laughs> like, I, I, just, I just don't do the fluff very well. Um, I would say please and thank you. I'm very, I'm very nice that way. But anything else, like that's my military background with, and also being in a unit full of forty two other dudes, you know, <laughs> forty two dudes. You right. just, you know, you don't do much fluff. So right, um, adapt to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the project is it's called uh, Project Shot at Dawn. I'll actually have it on my Instagram here in the next few days. Um, it's really cool. Hopefully, we can be a tool to reduce reduce. Veteran suicide. Um, that's critical and, right now. Yeah, that's critical, especially especially since some of us are feeling, you know, some of us feel bad about where we're at. And it's mm-hmm. like, I cannot even tell you guys, you're not alone. You are not alone. You have str- strangers like me. Mm-hmm. I and promise me. I'll be your friend. And you, <laughs> that will call you, that will talk to you, that will help you. But you also have to understand is if you can't just give up and not help yourself. You know, go for a dog, adopt a dog. Like I have Mm -hmm. a German Shepherd puppy that he just turned one. He's crazy, but I mean, he's helped me so much. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, you. We are friends forever. (laughs) Um, and you know, just see what you can do in your life to help yourself. Um, I say that specifically because I felt bad. Like, oh my gosh, I hate my life, you know, da, 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 da. It's like, you know, but a lot of that time I was looking at what other opportunities do I have to make my situation better? Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you so said yeah. that. I love that you said that because sometimes mm-hmm. when you're down in that low point, looking up, like trying to figure out how you're going to figure your life out and move forward, it just takes one thing, that one choice to say yep. what what else is out there for me you know yep. i'm not going to give up what i'm going to find what is going to fulfill me or what is going to change my perspective or what's going to you know add 
some joy to my life? What can I do one little thing? And that Mm -hmm. could be going outside for a walk, going in nature, or for me, it was turning on YouTube and finding a bunch of inspirational videos to watch. And it helped me slowly change my mindset from being very depressed and not knowing what, what I was going to do to going, okay, you know what? These people can do it. I can do it. How did they do it now? Okay. That's how they did it. This is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow the steps and pull myself out of this despair. And so I, I definitely feel that. And my friends, my poor friends, like my best friend, Jen, she's so sick of me talking about the same stuff over and over again, (laughs) because she would be like, Jess, get your head out of your butt, get yourself (laughs) together. I mean, she's like, she's like my sister. She's an incredible person. Um, she helped shape my military career a lot as well. Um, she's just an incredible person. And, um, you know, I think about all the times that I listened to her and I still stay in the situation I was in. It's like, God. If I would have just gotten out of it when it when it was going on at that point, how much farther along would I be? But at the same time, I wouldn't have all these other things that came along my way and opportunities I may not, you know, have time for. And mm-hmm. you, you can't beat I mean? yourself up for that, though. Yeah, no. You know, you can't do that. I mean, the point is, you have formed a new life for yourself. You're yeah. moving forward. You've got all these great opportunities for you. And now you're helping other people and you're willing to. And that's the thing that I love about you because I always see you helping people like nonstop. It's if like you even knew, you if you even knew the background, like crap that I do, but like, and this isn't putting me, putting myself on a pedestal. Like if you even knew the like people that I'm always like connecting on Instagram and stuff like that. It's just like, it's exhausting, but it's like, I can't help it. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. if you see a need, help those people. And I look at, and you know, and I could be bitter because a lot of people just turn their back on me. You know, people who I thought were my friends and things Mm -hmm. like that, that really weren't. And it's like, you know, I could, yeah, it's like, I could, I could have that mentality. It's like, you know what? Nobody helped me. I could have that mentality. The problem is my, actually my business manager, Jeff, he actually tells me that I need to slow down and stop helping so many people because it puts me behind. Mm. But it's just in my nature. Like, it's just my, I mean, my parents have always been like that. And so, I mean, my parents they would do were their, their, Yeah, my parents <laughs> would see their last dime if they had it, you know, you know, like, yeah. But that's just the type of household that I grew up in. I mean, mm-hmm. I grew up actually feeding my brother because he couldn't hold a spoon. It's like, you know, you see a need, help somebody. Don't just right. sit there and be like, Oh, poor them. I hope they figure it out. Like, no, especially as female veterans, we mm-hmm. need to band together Absolutely. and help each other because it is a craptastic world and people don't understand us. And we all come from different walks of life, but we are strong people and we just have to help each other. Absolutely. And that is exactly why I started this podcast. That is exactly why I reach out to female veterans every single day. And And support the female veteran businesses, people. My God. Absolutely. Yes. Support them. Like, it doesn't take anything for you to repost their stuff. That is, mm-hmm. that's probably, sorry, I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but that is the most aggravating <laughs> thing I've seen. I put repost people's stuff all the time. They never like repost me. And what people don't understand about reposting stuff on your story is you never know who's going to see that from your story that wouldn't have seen it from mine. Mm-hmm. I agree. And who, who we can help. 
I mean, when it all comes down to it, we're not competitors, people. We are all in this together. Mm -hmm. We're on the same team. We're in the same unit. Now it's the yes. female veteran unit. We and, are a um, lady gang. <laughs> that's right. We're a girl gang. And we're yes, going we are a girl gang. We're gonna go and make positive change in the world, help each other thrive and live yep. our best lives. And that's yep. what this podcast is about. And I'm glad you made that that point here. So yep. well, I have one last question for you. Yes, ma'am. Okay, what advice, and I know you've said amazing things, here, tons of advice actually through the whole episode, but what last piece, what last gem of advice can you leave our veteran sisters who are coming up behind you in order to thrive in life? I think that you need to have a, in any type of, any type of venture that you do outside the military, you need to have a good, a positive group of business individuals of all different backgrounds, which I have a very great, very, I have one of the sickest networks in the entire world. That's what I always say. I'm just like business people. Um, if you guys want some more information, please shoot me a DM. I'm not joking. These people changed my life. Like have opened so many more doors for me. I'm a really good networker as it is, but, um, have just opened so many doors for me and I'm not not selling their stuff, but um it's not an MLM either, people. <laughs> um but it is just so crucial getting out in the work environment, no matter what you're doing, if you're a nurse, if you're a teacher, if you're a you know, selling cars, if you're a loan officer, if you're a hairdresser, you need to have a positive, positive business business group that will push you, push you because getting out of the military, people like, Ooh, I'm out. Da, da, da. All that military training that you have will go out the window one day. I mean, for like a second and you're going to need somebody to pull you back in and be like, no, don't give up. This may be difficult right now, but keep going. Um, keep like going. I said, DM me about that stuff. I cannot even tell you about how amazing these people are. I'm not going to say their name because I just, yeah, I want you guys, if you're seriously interested in growing not only your business, but your, your life in general, definitely DM me about that. Um, also, know the red flags in a relationship. I would also say, seriously, take some time to read um, a book called The Love Languages. Um, it helps a lot. Yeah. It helps a lot. Like knowing about yourself as well as your partner. Mm -hmm. Um, also look for the red flags. Um, and I'm saying this seriously as someone who is begging you guys to seriously look at the red flags in a relationship. Um, and that's all I'm going to, that's all I'm going to say about that. If you guys want more information, shoot me a DM. Um, but I'm a firm believer in helping female veterans as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, also, check out Lead and Empowerment. It's called She Talks. I was actually just the guest speaker last month in San Antonio. Oh. They're actually getting yeah, they're actually getting ready to have um, the next one in Nashville. And um, the ladies who who run it are absolutely amazing. Um, so I'll actually put that up on my Instagram as well. You guys can take a look at that. Um, it's definitely worth your time. It, 
literally helped me kind of get over a hump as far as like getting myself back together. I'm, I'm a puzzle piece. I'm still working on putting myself all the way back together, but we're all a work in progress, girl. God, you know, God helps people <laughs> when I'm all the way back together. Cause I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be great. You're going to know too. I know. My friends, well, a lot of my, a lot of my friends over the last couple of years have been like, what on earth happened to you? Because I went from being such a strong, strong on top of my game chick to being not. And so it can happen to the best of us though. Yeah. And don't feel bad if it does happen. You know, don't mm-hmm. feel bad if it does happen to you because all that is, is it's going to make you so much better. And just remember to be nice to people. Be nice to people. You don't know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. And you also don't ever know if you're going to see that person again. Mm-hmm. I see people from all across the world on my vacations. It's insane. Of like that I've met before. Whether it be deployment or, you know, in college. Like I was in Putacan a couple years ago. Saw a girl I used to lifeguard with in Cincinnati of all places. Like... It's crazy. Just being kind to people and learn stuff from people and ask questions. Just don't be catty. Don't gossip. Just help build each other up because I didn't have that and it sucks. Well, that's why we're forming this sisterhood so that we can support each other when maybe the person that's right next door to you doesn't have your back. We will. And actually, yep. I have built a community on Facebook. It mm-hmm. is the Female Veterans Podcast Community, the Sisterhood. And yep. you can join into there and add your comments and support each other there just as well. So check that out on Facebook. And now, where can we find you? You mentioned Instagram a bunch. Yes. What is your Instagram? Uh, it is Jessica, J E S S I C A N B 312. Um, like I said, I'm getting ready to launch my own brand in the next, within this next Mm. month. So I'll have more of more stuff to you. Also can find me on, um, Facebook as well. Um, my name is Jessica Bowling on there. Um, probably better to look on my email though. It's jessica.n.bowling at us.usarmy.org or mill. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> well, or send it to me, it and email. I'll put I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Perfect. And then, and then, yeah, reach out to me on reach out to me on there. Um, I'm I'm much more active on Instagram than I am on um, my Facebook now, just because of the training that I've had with my business network. Um, just you know, I've met so so many connections on Instagram that. Oh my gosh. I wish I could put a monetary value on there, but I can't because it's just <laughs> opportunities that have opened themselves for me. Um, where else can you find me? Um, you can find me on the Pips for Vets website. Um, please, please, if you guys are interested in calendar, please reach out to me. Like I said, I've already purchased quite a few um, myself and I'd be happy to personalize it um, or for someone for Christmas. Um, also please, I also am the first female ambassador for American trigger pullers. It is a veteran owned apparel company owned by a bunch of rangers and, um, they do fantastic work. There should be a, um, female line coming out very well, prototype at least in the next month or so, um, that I'm designing (laughs) 
Because let's be serious. Cool. We women, yeah, we women want to wear, want to wear cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gave them that harebrained idea. And so they're like, whatever, Jess, that's fine. <laughs> so anyway, but it gives me something to be excited about. Um, also, where else can you find me? Gosh. Um, project, project shot at dawn. I'll have you put that in there. That's guys. If you're, if, if you have somebody that's getting ready to either get let, let go out of the military, somebody literally just got in the military or doing with some type of suicide, please reach out to me. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I don't care who it is. I don't care. Like we as veterans, it doesn't mean if you're male or female, whatever, like just reach out. Like, and don't, and don't, st- one thing that really makes me mad, and I'm just going to be honest, is people say, well, I guess I'm just going to, you know, in my life right now, like, stop that crap. If you need help, ask for it. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, everybody does it differently. I get it. But don't make it, don't make people feel, feel like, you know, they're going to be sitting on the edge of their seats for another 15 minutes waiting to see if you're still going to be there. Ask mm-hmm. for help, people. Like, yeah. ask for it. Stop the, you know, stop the dramatic, and this may hurt people's feelings, but stop the dramatics and ask for it. I've asked for it. I'm in therapy about my relationship I was in. I asked for it, and I'm getting help. And there are so many veterans out there that, that want help, but, you know, we don't know unless you ask. Mm-hmm. That, um, is a good, that is a very good Sorry point. if that was a, was a little brash, but... You know, it's just, you're good. You know, we all go through crap. We all have bad days. You know, if you need help, ask for it. Um, where else can you find me? Oh gosh. I guess that's it for now. Oh, American trigger puller. Sorry. You can use my code vet to blonde for 15% off your first purchase. You make a purchase, send me a screenshot of that. I will send you extra stuff in there. That's exciting. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that uh, discount code with the listeners of the Female Veterans Podcast. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. It's awesome. So you guys check that out for sure. Check her out on her Instagram. And if you are a veteran who is struggling or who know someone who is struggling, reach out to her. If you are a female veteran in in some type of narcissistic or abusive or somewhat abusive, unhappy relationship, reach out to this woman. And I would love to talk to you. There you have it. And with that, I'm going to wrap this up. So thank Thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica, for coming on and sharing your story and being such a beacon of hope and beacon of light to survive situations that are unhappy and miserable and unpleasant and showing us how to find the strength to move forward with our lives and to, to get focused on good projects that will help us thrive. Yes, there's always projects out there. There's always people that need help, guys. Just find something. Trust me, it'll be there. And thank you again for everything you do for the veteran community, both male and female. You're always grinding. You're always hustling. You're <laughs> such a, like a joy and a wonderful person. And thank someone you. that's like a kindred spirit to me that just feels the need to help and show care and show compassion. Well, and show thank love. you. 
Thank you for getting this, this group of women together that can depend on each other and can help each other grow, not only in our post, you know, post military time, but also our business lives and mm-hmm. our personal lives and relationships and kids and, you know, everything else. I don't have any children, but they seem great. <laughs> it's all um, that. Your kids seem great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they are all over the place. Um, all the I time. love it. I love it. That's how kids should be. But I love. But I love running them. around. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, again, thank you so much for coming. And thank you. It's been that, an honor. Aw, thank you. With that, I am going to wrap this up. So I want to say to all the listeners, thank you so much for sticking with me on this journey and listening and supporting these wonderful, heroic female veterans. I appreciate you so much. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you next time.